Entrepreneur on Fire 705. The most inspiring stories from today's most successful entrepreneurs. Join John Lee Dumas and today's Entrepreneur on Fire. It's National Make-A-Will Month. LegalZoom provides legal help through independent attorneys and self-help, but they're not a law firm. Protect your family and future today. Visit LegalZoom.com, enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout. Want to become a smarter snacker? NatureBox is filled with wholesome ingredients and their products are nutritionist approved. Visit NatureBox.com and get a free, I said free, sampler box. That's NatureBox.com slash FIRE. Boom! Shake the room, Fire Nation. John Lee Dumas here, and I am fired up to bring you our feature guest today, Luke Stokes. Luke, are you prepared to ignite? I am ready to go. Let's do it. <laughs> yes. Luke is the co-founder of FoxyCart.com. He's living in Nashville, a husband to an amazing wife and father of three children. He is passionate about living life on purpose. Luke, share a little bit more about your biz. Give us some personal insights and then we'll dive in. Thanks so much. Yeah. Foxy Cart birthed out of the idea of my business partner just being super frustrated with every single mm-hmm. e-commerce system out there. He was a web developer running a little web shop with some with a team of developers. And every time he'd build a website, he'd often get a client say, okay, now you built this website later down the road. I want to start selling stuff. And he literally, he would have like a hundred different shopping carts that he'd looked at. This is back in 2005, 2006. And he would complain nonstop to me about it. And, and just naively one time I said, well, dude, we could probably just, I could probably just build you one over the weekend. How hard could it be? I've done these before. <laughs> and I've been working on that weekend project ever since. But our, our, our whole idea is we want to provide great tools for developers, people that build websites to add uh, e-commerce uh, functionality to their, to their creations, to their websites. And that's what we do. So I want to ask Fire Nation a question. What is wrong with scratching your own itch? And the answer to that is absolutely nothing. And, you know, I love to, <laughs> to quote Gandhi whenever I can, Luke, and, you know, be that change that you want to see in the world. That's the birth of Entrepreneur on Fire. I was complaining, you know, my butt off about why the heck was there no daily podcast that interviewed inspiring entrepreneurs? Why did I have to wait a whole week for that next interview? Why was I going through months and months of back content in days because they were just once a week shows. And I decided to stop complaining, scratch my own itch and make it happen. And you did too, Luke. So that's powerful stuff, brother. That's fabulous. Yeah. I, I always recommend every time someone says, Oh, I've got an idea. I want to start this entrepreneurial thing. And I'm always like, is that like your thing or is that someone else's idea? You know, like <laughs> you, you've got to be so passionate about it because 2am when that rolls around and you're trying to get that work done, that's going to be the thing that drives you is like, I need this solution for me, so I got to get it done. <laughs> oh, no, I love that. And let's kind of bring that theme throughout the interview, which is going to be about your journey, Luke. And, you know, we have a lot of cool things that we're going to be chatting about today. But before we get into all of that, we start with a success quote here in Entrepreneur on Fire. So take it away. One of my favorites as I thought about these, there's so many out there. Uh, uh, one that I love, Simon Sinek says, uh, people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. I almost went with that, but I think the real pivotal <laughs> one Snuck it in me, somehow still. <laughs> oh yeah, I still snuck it in, is that a dollar bill is a certificate of appreciation. That's from Daniel Lappin, and I love that concept, that if you have someone willing to give you a dollar bill, 
that to them is a certificate of appreciation. That's their hard-earned money. That's their time away from their family. And you've done something great. You've done something wonderful. So I'm always encouraging people, get out there and actually provide enough value to someone so that they want to provide you with a certificate of appreciation. See, I think that's such a powerful quote for so many reasons. And, you know, a lot of people will look at the success of Podcasters Paradise. And we actually just crossed a million dollars in revenue, Luke. So that's a million dollars of certificates of appreciation that I look at and I say, you know what? I honestly feel good about this because I know that that $1 of of appreciation, that certificate of appreciation that everybody in paradise has given to Entrepreneur on Fire is a well-spent dollar because we put our, you know, absolute heart and soul and time and energy and all of our knowledge and so many others combined into this great community. And so that's the great thing, Fire Nation, when you do create that amazing product or service and you start getting those dollar bills of appreciation for it, you want to be in a place where you feel great about that because they, they are getting 10x, 100x that value of that dollar within whatever it is that you're creating. And, and Luke, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, absolutely. I think, I mean, we're bootstrapped from the beginning. A lot of software companies roll in with all this funding and they get a little fuzzy on who they're working for. They might work for that spreadsheet or that VC or that investor. And we, we've always focused on our customer. We always realize that, you know, they are the reason why we exist to provide value for them. And I, I've thought about this idea in the past. If, if you're, if you're doing a, you know, I'm sure you connect with them, John, there's a lot of wannapreneurs out there, unfortunately, oh, yeah. who, who kind of pretend that they're doing something of value. But they don't, they don't have any profit. And, and I, I often think about, you know, a company, a real company understands revenue minus expenses is supposed to be a positive number. And if it's not, you might have a hobby. And that's cool. You can have a hobby. I even called FoxyCard a hobby for a long time and it really angered my business partner. It's not a hobby. We have paying customers. And I was like, well, yeah, but it's not like my full-time gig. It's still kind of a hobby, you know. And I, I think just having that clarity of perspective on on where you're at as a business is important because people, you know, they expect to be an overnight success. And I heard this on your, one of your interviews that it takes 10 years to be an overnight success. And I, I completely agree with that statement. And, and I do think that being able to focus on your customers, like we use tools like Help Scout and User Voice, just really listening to them saying, what do you need? How are we serving your needs? That's the best way to grow your business. I love that. Clarity of presence and just clarity of mind about where you are in your business and the direction that you're taking it and always coming back to that focus, Luke, on the customer, on the client, on the person that's giving you that dollar bill, that certificate of appreciation. And Luke, let's be honest, like Foxy Car wasn't always a raging success. You know, Luke Stokes wasn't always a raging success. You've had your ups, you've had your downs, and we're going to focus on one of those downs now. And I want you to share with Fire Nation a story of a time that you did fail. And share with us, Luke, the lessons you learned from that. Definitely. I think this is this is a moment. I mean, I've been doing Foxycart for, I guess, a little over seven years now. And this is a moment that sticks out in my mind. I had a full-time job. Uh, I was working here in Nashville for Dave Ramsey. And I loved that job. It was great. But I would I would work, get up early in the morning around seven. I'd work all day, come home around six or so. I, I'd eat dinner with my family, hang out with them for about an hour and a half. And then I would go to work at 830 at night up until sometimes two in the morning. And that was not uncommon. And I would do that day in, day out, day in, day out. I would work a 10 hour day on Saturday. And early on, there's no money. There's no revenue. It's just 
we're building a great product because we believe in it. And I can remember one in particular. I should have saved the actual date because it happened so many times. But there was one that just sticks out at me. My wife had stayed up a little bit late that night as well. And I look at her and I'm just like, I worked so hard today. I'm so tired. I want to go to bed, but there's a bug I need to fix because this customer can't go live with this store until I fix this bug tonight. And I made $15. That's all I made today. Like, I, I, yeah, it's, it's a monthly recurring revenue. That's nice. But what am I doing with my life? You know, that was the, that was the thought that went through my head. Like software is supposed just, to be leveraging time for dollars here. And you were kind of going the other way with that. Oh, yeah. It was so challenging to think like, man, all these other software companies seem to, again, be an overnight success. And, you know, what am I doing? Is this the right thing to do? I'm putting so much effort into this. I'm so tired. And my wife and my business partner, they would encourage me time and time again to think long-term, to think, hey, you're thinking long-term. This isn't just about the moment. This isn't just about right now. You have proven the idea. People are willing to pay you with that certificate of appreciation. You got to press it. You got to keep going. So even though I'll be really tired that night, it was just knowing like, okay, this is going to work. I believe it's going to work. And and my wife believes it's going to work. And that was the biggest thing for me, having that that supporter in your court, if you're married, is so critically important because she's able to do all the other work around the house. She's able to take care of the kids. She's able to do things that enable me to be successful in my role. And without that, I, uh, there's no way I could accomplish anything. So what I what I learned is just really focusing on the long-term goal. Do you have something that is going to long-term give you the life you want? And are you taking the appropriate steps? And have you proven it out that you're actually making progress? Even if it's small progress, are you making progress? And if so, press through. And a lot of people think, well, is that a month? Is that two months? Is that six months? Is that a year even? For me, it was four years. I mean, I was just pressing through and pressing through and pressing through, slowly watching it grow over time. And now it's, I'm, I'm pretty blessed. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one thing I love you just brought up about mindset. And Luke, one thing that I really like to try to share with Fire Nation to shift their mindset is to look at their entrepreneurial journey, not as a sprint, but as a marathon. This is a life's journey that we're on. And, you know, as long as, you know, you're in that right lane, as long as you're working within that passion project, you know, and deep down your intuition is telling you, yes, Luke, yes, John, you know, you are on the path to inspiring millions. I mean, I, you know, was getting 10, 15, 20 downloads a day when I first launched Entrepreneur on Fire. I mean, you know, who was really listening? A handful of people. And I could have given up then and said, well, this is my experiment. It didn't work. But I believed in the message. I pressed forward. And just a couple of days ago, we had over 37,000 unique listens in just one day. And it wow. has, a, you know, and, and that's a huge number, I'm telling you, but it's been a slow and steady growth to that over almost two years now of doing a daily, free, consistent, value packed podcast, Luke. So, you know, that came with time. And if you look at my graph, just like I'm sure if you look at your graph, you know, there's that slow, steady growth. And there are spikes every now and then when you get featured or things happen, but have that mindset, Fire Nation, of a marathon and just settle in for the ride. And that's why you want to make sure that you're on the right path when you do that. And and that's what I took out of that, Luke. And I'm just kind of curious, like, I'm not sure if this was planning to be your aha moment story or if not, but I just kind of want to ask this next question, just kind of take off with this because I want to hear this story. What was the inflection point with Foxy Cart, and like, what do you attribute it to? 
I think a big part of it, you know, it's funny. I'd love to be able to point to one moment where I did this one thing and it all mattered. But it's exactly what you said. It's a slow and steady movement forward until we look and say, okay, we have 50 customers. Wow, that's amazing. And then, and then, and then now we have a hundred. Well, now we look at it now. We've got over 2,300 customers. We've processed over half a billion dollars through our system in the last (laughs) seven years. And we're like, this is a real thing, you know, but it's just, it's amazing to think like just this idea that the, the aha moment for us, I think, was actually early on where say there's hundreds of shopping carts. Well, who would be crazy enough to go start another one? But we had this fundamental belief that developers build beautiful, incredible websites and they don't want to maintain two websites. Most of the, almost all of the e-commerce solutions out there, they are a full, what's called a CMS, a content management system, much like WordPress. And so if you already build your website with a nice content management system you like, you don't want to have to have another content management system. <laughs> and as the sales process goes, you want to build rapport and have that add to cart process right there as close to your content as possible. So being able to add, flip that on its head and say, we're not going to send someone over to to a store, but instead we're going to bring the store right to their website and be able to add e-commerce to any website anywhere. That was our big aha moment. That was what we believed developers wanted. And as we started building that out, we started realizing, wow, they do want this. This can work. And I think for me, the kind of big aha moment was, and it's kind of bleeds into some of the other things about my feeling like I was a success is when I could let my wife stay home. When I could say, hey, wow. you, can, you can raise a family because this is going to work. And, and I remember that first year when she was able to stay home and, and I actually did my taxes for that year and I looked at it and it blew my mind because it matched up almost, almost to like the $100. It was so close. It blew my mind that the money we had lost by her not working and the money that we were slowly gaining with FoxyCard ended up evening out. And we reached that first goal that I had, which was my main primary goal early on was if I can enable my wife to stay home and raise a family, then I am a success with this project. Mm. Everybody, Fire Nation, has their definition of success. If you're smart, you know, if you don't have that, you're listening right now, you know, define what success means to you. Yes. And, you know, and, and that was Luke's success. I mean, what more do you want than achieving your success? And of course, he's passionate about Foxy Card, about what he's doing. And so he's still driving forward. And there's just so many points you dropped there, Luke, that I want to kind of go back over. And one of them is your USP. Luke found his unique selling proposition. What made him different in the marketplace was that FoxyCar can just integrate within that one site, within your site, within your headquarters. It doesn't have to be a separate service. It can be part. And he found that niche. He found that itch that other entrepreneurs were having that they wanted to scratch. And now he was providing it to them in a beautiful format. And Luke, just like with me, when I had 10 listeners on day 10, you know, and you had 10 customers on day whatever, Fire Nation, it starts with one. For me, it started with one listener, and that was who I was producing Entrepreneur Fire for, Jimmy, my avatar. And I knew that if Jimmy resonated with Entrepreneur Fire, I could grow from there. Just like Luke knew, if someone was willing to pay with that dollar bill certificate of appreciation for his product, for his service, for FoxyCart, that he could grow from that. So, it starts with one. Don't think about these huge, crazy numbers. Don't think about you know those overnight successes that you read about. And believe me, they're not overnight successes, but don't get distracted by that. Start with one. Embrace that first 
avatar, embrace that first client, talk to them, send them a, a gift basket. You know, even if that gift basket costs more than, you know, it actually they paid to you. I mean, you want to just know that avatar so you can continue to replicate that over and over again. And Luke, you've now done that 2,300 times, my friends, and I'm sure we'll be doing that thousands and thousands more in the years to come. So, what is the one thing that you want to share with Fire Nation? What's the one thing you want to break it down from that aha moment, that inflection you had with Foxy Car? What would you say that would be? What do you want us to walk away with? Wow, you summarized it so well, but it, it is that idea that go after your goal. And if you know that it's a true goal and you can reach it, don't ever stop. And when I look back at the last seven years and I look back at, you know, is it worth it? You know, you hear these wonderful stories of these entrepreneurs that set their own schedule and, I, you know, I'm working my day job, I'm working my nine to five and, and sometimes, as I already shared, it can be very discouraging <laughs> yeah. to say like, am I on the right track? Is this even going to work? And looking back now, uh, by the time actually my second was born, that's when I left my day job. I had enough money to be able to do that. And I, we, my wife and I actually, we spent 10 weeks in Costa Rica one summer and it was the most incredible time with my family. I still put in 40 hours a week, but I surfed like crazy and I was just had an amazing, amazing time and one in, in some of the most beautiful country in the world. And it was just so incredible. And I just sat back and I remember my, my wife snapped this picture of me on a lounge chair with this tropical environment all around me. And she commented how this was Luke's office today. And that <laughs> That picture just sticks with me so much because I, so I want to encourage your listeners, Fire Nation, it's worth it. It's so very hard. It will be the most difficult thing you ever do, but it is worth it. When I can extend my lunch another 30 to 40 minutes to hang out with my five-year-old and do a little bow and arrow dart game with him, you know, so running cool. through the house, like I can't even tell you what that does for my life and for my family's life. The level of joy and peace and fulfillment that I have because I'm not just sitting in a cubicle all day working for someone else, but actually understanding that I've chosen this life. I'm living my life on purpose and it's a beautiful life that I'm so encouraged by. And my, my family just being able to engage me on that level and being able to be flexible to be like, you know, I'll, I'll work a few hours tonight if I want to. And I'm going to hang out with the kids. We're going to go to the zoo. We're going to go do something fun. That is the key. It's just so incredible to say, hey, I have flexibility. I have autonomy. Another book uh, is interesting, Dan Pink's Drive, oh, yeah. where he talks about people want autonomy. They want to be part of something bigger than themselves. And I think as more people get a taste of that, you're going to have a lot more audience for your show for sure because <laughs> we're going to have a lot of entrepreneurs coming out of that. I just love your journey, Luke, and I love how you put that phrase about what's important, what are priorities in your life. And again, Fire Nation, for everybody, if they sit down and, and plan out their priorities and list them out, everybody's going to have different priorities, but you know, this is the focus, this is the goals that can get you there. And I think I already know the answer to you know what I was going to ask you next, which is your proudest entrepreneurial moment. I mean, it's obviously probably the moment you looked at your wife and said, honey, like you don't have to go to work anymore. You can stay home. Like I got this. Like this yes. is me. I mean, yeah. let's be honest. How can you beat that <laughs> moment? You can't. So like let's just put that as a slam dunk and that was a touching moment and you know, I get chills just thinking about it. But what I want to do instead is talk about the um, entrepreneur's journey and specifically your philosophy, Luke, on the entrepreneur's journey because you, you know, four years, you know, you were just grinding it out, you know, with a day job and doing this on the side, but, you know, having to focus on it 10 hours on Saturdays in the evenings and 2 a.m. in the morning. I mean, you really went through this journey. What can you pass along to Fire Nation who are about to go through a similar journey of their own about your philosophy of, of how to deal with the, the highest of highs followed by the lowest of lows? 
I've thought about that question quite a bit over the last four years because I have plenty of my friends that come to me and say, hey, how did you do that? Or I want to start this. What advice do you have for me? And it's one of those things and it kind of relates to the motivational psychology that I believe like people that are intrinsically motivated to get something done often are more successful than those who need that extrinsic motivation, that outside force pushing them a direction. And so often what I tell people is, no, you don't. You don't actually want to start a business. You don't actually want to do it. And they, they have to come back and prove to me, no, no, I really do. And, and when I see that drive, when I say, okay, this person really does, I'm way more engaged in, 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 in helping them out and giving them that advice they need because it really, when I look back at those hardest times, other than my wife right next to me, there, there were few external things that I could look to to say, well, this is going to get me through it or that's going to get me through it. And other than the customer, that would be one thing that I would say is important. If you've got even, like you said, one customer, focus on that customer. Th- there were times where if, if I knew that if I just fixed this one bug or if I just added this one feature, there'd be one person out there who could launch their business online using our software. So find that one thing for yourself and no one's going to be able to dictate it for you. It's got to be something intrinsic, I believe. It's got to be something that drives you as a passion. When I'm able to fix a bug and I see that email in the morning where they say, oh my gosh, I just (laughs) told you about this two days ago and you just already fixed it. I'm blown away. I'm going to meet my deadline. The client is thrilled. The site looks amazing. You guys are incredible. Well, that's how we build our business. That one person being so excited about the service and product we provided and telling all their developer friends. We hear this all the time. Another key with Foxcart is we focus on the developer. Most merchant solutions focus on the merchant, which right. is understandable, but the developer often has to go and write the code. And often, if I go to conferences all the time and we sponsor them and I speak at them and I talk to developers and they say, man, oh, I hate e-commerce. They say it all the time. <laughs> I say, well, that's why we built Foxycart. We did too. So just finding that intrinsic motivation, what is that thing that's going to drive you when there's nothing left and you're digging down at the bottom of your barrel? What's that one thing that will keep you up another hour to just code a little bit more in my case or whatever your case might be to write a little bit more content to refine that podcast just a little bit more whatever it is that you're doing what's that one thing that's going to drive you forward and and make sure that that's there if it's not keep looking find another thing that really is your passion because i do believe when i look at the greats uh all the different successful people that i love to point to whether it's elon musk or ben franklin or you can go all through history they're driven you know they're very driven people and i want to emulate that because i see the success of it I have no response to that. <laughs> no, that was amazing, Luke. And, you know, sometimes I hear people all the time scratching their head being like, why does Mark Zuckerberg keep working? Like, what? He's a bit, like, what is he, like, why? And, you know, it's because, you know, Mark's realized that, you know, first there is success and then there is significance. And we need to make that transition from just being successful to now what are we doing that's significant in this world and significant to us and significant to those you know that we love. So really powerful stuff, Luke. And let's bring things to today because, I mean, you are all over the place. You're hitting conferences, you're sponsoring, you're being on podcasts like Entrepreneur on Fire. What is the one thing that has you most fired up about your business today? Definitely our next release. We, for over two years, we've been working on our Foxycart 2.0 release, which is a full redesign of the entire front-end experience. So it's fully responsive. So we, we say basically you can sell any product on any any device on any website. And that's something that, you know, we, we hoped we were going to launch in April and we're obviously a few months behind schedule, but we're doing it right. We're refining it. And there's a possibility we could even have a soft launch this week. And so we're just, we're super excited. The entire team is working together. We're doing daily standups, talking through the different issues and different things that need to be finished. And I'm super excited about 
what this is going to do for our company and for our customers because they're going to have an incredible experience that's just so much better than what we've done for the last seven years. We look at our our, our previous stuff and we're just like, oh man, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> we're just we're that excited about this new version. And it's also going to open doors to where we're going in the future. In the future, we're not just going to be a shopping cart. For years, we've talked about being a full backend commerce solution for developers because we have access to over 80 different payment gateways and a lot of the alternative currencies and different things. And so we can allow anyone to access that through our platform and move from being a software as a service to really a platform as a service. And it's just getting this 2.0 launch out, out the door will enable us to focus on that. And I'm really passionate about that. I mean, Fire Nation, just remember what Reed Hoffman, the founder of LinkedIn said, if you're not embarrassed by the first shipping of your product or service, you waited too long. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a funny story about that. One of my good friends who still uses FoxyCart today, the very first time he signed up for it, it was so broken he had to go back to doing manual invoices. And it was a month later he started using it again. It was my good close friends and it was just, it's hilarious. <laughs> but we did and, and, and we launched, you know, and that's what happened. <laughs> I love it. So Luke, we're about to enter the lightning rounds. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Two words, Fire Nation, free snacks. Yes, I'm going to give you the chance to get free snacks. So drop the candy bar, drop the potato chips. They're not good for you. Do what I do. Get natural, delicious snacks at naturebox.com. Naturebox gives me hundreds of snacks, and I mean delicious snacks, and I don't feel guilty about eating them because they're better for me. They have zero artificial ingredients, zero trans fat, and zero high fructose corn syrup. You'll even find snacks that are low in sugar without the gluten. So in the afternoon slump when I'm hungry, here's what I do. I grab peanut butter nom-noms from Nature Box or baked sweet potato fries or dark cocoa almonds. So good, but so good for you. And now I want to give you the chance to try Nature Box for free with a sampler box featuring five of their most popular snacks. You heard me, free snacks. To start your free trial, go to naturebox.com slash fire and get a free sample box of delicious snacks today. When you're planning your future, you do financial planning. You get insurance. But to get real peace of mind, you got to make sure your family and finances are legally protected. So where do you turn for legal help you can trust? LegalZoom.com. For over 13 years, they've been helping Americans get personalized wills, powers of attorney, and living trusts. LegalZoom also helps file LLCs, S-corporations, and more to protect you against personal liability. The company was started by some of the best legal minds in the country, and they make it painless for you to get the legal protection that you need. Have questions? You can always reach out to someone at LegalZoom, and they'll talk you through the process. You can get legal help through independent attorneys and self-help services at your direction, but they're not a law firm. For special savings, be sure to enter FIRE at the referral box at checkout. Go to LegalZoom.com slash FIRE today to protect your business and control your family's future. Luke, welcome to the lightning round where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? I'm ready. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? It was definitely fear. We, The first person that signed up that we didn't know that wasn't one of Brett's clients just rocked our world. He said, is that a friend of yours? No, I thought it was a client of yours. I'm like, oh man, he found us because we got pretty good SEO. We better start an LLC. <laughs> so it's just that fear of going, is it good enough to launch? And, and we just got over it because somebody paid us. What is the best advice you've ever received? 
recently, actually, Dan Miller told us about focusing on your raving fans. And that's something that recently, in the, in the last few years, I think we got a little distracted with thinking about our product launch marketing and different things like that. And we lost a little bit of that focus of, man, those raving fans, the very top of that pyramid, who they will, they will buy anything and they will tell everyone about what you're doing. That's the most important person to focus on because if they're happy, they're going to bring in people from all different walks of areas that you would never reach anyway. It's so powerful. And actually, I was at Pat Flynn's talk at New Media Expo just last year, and he, he drew this pyramid during his talk, and it was the top 20% being your raving fans. And he's like, yes. that's where you need to live. That's where you need to be. And you know, I've always just kept that at the forefront of my mind. That's why you know, when we do conferences, like we just got back from Podcast Movement in Dallas, Texas. We threw you know, a 200-person meetup for Podcasters Paradise, and we're doing all these things for our raving fans because they mean the world to us. So great stuff, Luke. Do you have any personal habits that you believe contribute to your success? I think one of them is that I clock every minute. Like I I use software to clock my time because this is time away from my family. You know, I want it to matter. And so if I'm going to be working on something, I want to make sure that I'm working on the right thing. And I go back and I look at it. You know, I'm not an hourly employee, but I treat myself like an hourly employee because this is, you know, my company's paying me. So I better be bringing value. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Love that. Do you have an internet resource, Luke, like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? Yeah, it relates to that. Amy Hoy created a company called Freckle. So letsfreckle.com is a, it's a free online tracking software and we've hooked into their API and we actually bring it in directly to our accounting. So everyone on the team is clocking time and we can know exactly how much is cost of goods sold, how much is research and development. And it's just, it's a really beautiful software that works well. Well, Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that Luke and I are chatting about at eofire.com slash Luke Stokes. Luke, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be? I have to go with the E-Myth. It's so hard to recommend just one, but the E-Myth by Michael Gerber, when I look back at our story, it was a pivotal change for us. My business partner, Brett Florio, and I, we both read it, and immediately we did what it said about building out your org chart, even if you're a solopreneur, and we had over 30 spots on that org chart. Wow. And we said, oh my goodness, we need to hire people. And right away, we hired our first team members because we were just doing stuff we shouldn't have been doing, and the e helped us kind of strategically systematize what our business was and how we could make it better. Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio, so if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook just like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Luke, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I love it. It's a crazy question, but I love it. Uh, You know, I was thinking about this and I said, I would invest everything in relationships. I would connect with my local PHP user group. I would build relationships from there and I'd find out what are the pain points that exist that that I can impact with the skills I have. You know, I'd I'd probably build out some product ideas for recurring revenue. I I had a a product idea I built a a couple years ago at a hackathon that cost me really zero dollars with all the, the software technology that's out there today. And I had some paying customers for it. If I wasn't so focused, focused on FoxyCard, I could have built that into a separate business. But that's probably what I would do. I'd find pain points and I would build out little projects like that, uh, probably today involving Bitcoin or blockchain technology, because I think that's going to be the future of uh, commerce. And so I want, I, that's probably what I would do and focus on. 
So let's just kind of maybe get a little more specific about where would you start to find pain points? What tools? Remember, this is identical to Earth. Yeah, yeah. I would say through the tools would be through online resources, connecting to online communities. Like I mentioned, the, the PHP user group here in Nashville is fantastic. And I, I love being a part of that. Connecting to what are their clients hearing? What are their clients asking for? And I would jump in on anything that can make me money to get me started. I don't know if that food is, is covered for day eight, but if it's not, I'm going to make sure I got money coming in. <laughs> and I would go from there to build out because I understand how long it takes to build a successful company. Yeah, you do. I would probably, you know, if it if it involved mowing lawns, I'd mow some lawns. I'd do whatever was necessary to Has Lyft come family. to Nashville yet? <laughs> you know, I think so. Yeah. Did you start I mean, driving for Lyft? Yeah, hey, exactly. <laughs> Whatever you need to do to get it done. <laughs> Love it. And Fire Nation, Lyft, L-Y-F-T is like a ride sharing service. And uh, yeah, just make some cash, baby. So Luke, let's end today literally on fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Excellent. I say be passionate. You got to live your life with passion. That would be my guidance. Connecting with me, uh, I've got a little blog I goof around on uh, lukestokes.info uh, that redirects. I'll, I'll be putting more focus on that in the future, but I also blog at our company's website, foxycart.com, and our blog is there, and I'd love to connect with you there. And the best place to connect with me by far would be on Twitter. My handle is Luke Stokes on Twitter, and I'd love to chat with you. Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with Luke and myself today, so keep up the heat. And Fire Nation, go to eofire.com and just type Luke in the search bar. If you want to see a show notes page with all this information that we've been talking about today, resources, books, how to contact and tweet Luke, at Luke Stokes. And Luke, Fire Nation, we salute you for igniting the airways with us today, and we will catch you, my friends, on the flip side. Kate and I host a free podcast workshop every week. I know you love listening to podcasts. Now, how about launching your very own show? Text Paradise to 38470 to claim your spot today. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite.